Today on the Craft Room Podcast, let's talk about why we craft. This is episode 13. Welcome to the Craft Room Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Lewis, professional crafter, craft teacher, and all-round craft enthusiast. This podcast will help you get great value from your craft supplies and perhaps help you discover new techniques, ideas, and products to take your crafting to the next level. There is so much craft to talk about, so let's dive right in. Hello, welcome to the Craft Room Podcast. And if this is your first time listening, a very special welcome to you. Now, a few weeks ago, I attended the Artful Business Conference in Adelaide here in Australia. I love this conference. It's for people with creative businesses. And at any given time, you could be sitting next to a writer or a jewelry maker, a yoga instructor, an accountant, a business coach, a graphic designer, a bridal accessory designer, a virtual assistant. It is just amazing. And while I was there surrounded by so many incredible creative people, I thought I'd ask a few of them three simple questions. I had an idea of how this episode would go, but the answers that these incredible women gave me were not at all what I was expecting. In hindsight, I don't know why I was expecting run-of-the-mill answers. I mean, I should know by now that creative people are going to give me creative answers and they did not disappoint. They actually knocked me back on my heels. And this episode is going to be a bit different than I first envisioned it, but so much deeper and more fantastic than I had intended. So craft is seen to be this frivolous thing that women do, faffing about with fabric and yarn and thread. But that is far from true. I mean, first of all, craft is not exclusively for women. And what crafters do is so much more than making pretty things to pass the time. Now, absolutely, we make tangible things. We can give them as gifts, use them to keep warm, decorate our homes, sell them for some extra cash. And those are all fine reasons to engage in crafting activities. But the real reason we craft goes so much deeper than that. Today, I want to introduce you to five wonderful ladies who are feeling game enough to answer my three quick questions. You'll hear me ask each of them, what is your day job? What is your craft or creative pursuit of choice? What do you get from this? And some of these ladies I have known for a few years, some for a few months, others I just met on the weekend. Some are older than me, some are younger, some are the same. Some enjoy the same crafts as me, others are into things that aren't quite my scene or are still on my to-do list. All of them are amazing at what they do professionally and having seen some of their work in person, it's just not surprising that they're great at what they do creatively as well. Now, you're going to hear a little bit of background noise. It's always buzzing with conversations during break times. I can honestly say it was worth sacrificing my afternoon cup of tea to chat briefly to these wonderful ladies. And after each mini interview, I'll go deeper into my takeaways from these short conversations. First off, I would like to introduce you to Miranda. I am at Artful Business Conference and I'm chatting with Miranda. And Miranda, I have three questions for you. The first one is, what's your day job? I work in social media and marketing. And what is your chosen craft? That's a tricky one because I've got a few. So I do crochet, weaving and mixed media. Ooh, I like that combo. Now, is there a particular reason they're your top crafts? Like, What do you get from those? Um, I've always been crafty, but especially in the last couple of years, it's been, um, helps with my mental health. It's my relaxing time and yeah. It's just fun. It, and yeah, totally. It's just fun, but it's a creative way that, you know, 
people don't necessarily, they look at you and think you're something and then you show them a quilt you've made or whatever or um, a crocheted blanket and they're like, oh my God. And I like putting colours together, so. I love it. Awesome. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you. I absolutely loved Miranda's answer. Yes, science is catching up and starting to prove that craft and creativity is excellent for our mental health. We did talk about that in episode eight, which I will link to in the show notes. And sometimes we can cruise along and just craft to keep our hands busy, create a quick gift, try something new. But sometimes our creative pursuits do more than just keep us occupied. They can seriously support our mental health. It may be that we work diligently on a project to pass time whilst under stress or going through an unpleasant life event. It can help pass time quickly and it serves as a great distraction to stop us obsessing over waiting for test results, to stop our minds wandering to dark thoughts, or to inject something beautiful into our lives when things may otherwise be bleak. And I understand what she means about people looking at you differently. I used to work in a very corporate type job. And when my co-workers would catch me cross-stitching on the train or would compliment me on an outfit and I would tell them that I made it, It absolutely changed the way they looked at me. It helped them get to know me, see that there was more to me than a great voice on the phone and fast typing fingers. I mean, you think you have a person pegged. You think you know what they're like. And then you find out they're knitting jumpers for penguins. Your mind is blown. You question yourself. Do I really know them at all? Have I made assumptions? What else do they do that I don't know about? It sparks conversations and deeper connections with people. And I'm not going to gloss over Miranda's joy of putting colours together. This is one of the most wonderful things about craft colour. It's not just choosing colours, but considering the mood that they convey and the reactions that people will have to them, how they'll suit an individual, how the light will play off them at different times of day, in different seasons. There's an element of challenge to colour choices. And absolutely, it's the colours that is one of the fantastic elements making craft fun. Now, I would like to introduce you to the lovely Ashley. I am now talking to Ashley. Ashley, I've got three questions for you. Number one, what is your day job? I am a VAM podcaster. What is your creative craft of choice? I'm a doodler. And why is this so? What does it do for you? Because I'm a massive scatterbrain and it helps me focus on anything and everything. <laughs> I assume also that it uh, unleashes a little creativity? It does. It, it fills me up a bit, you know, a little spillage over of the cup. I absolutely love that. Thank you for answering my three quick questions. Thanks for having me. I think my favourite thing that Ashley mentioned here was that her favourite creative pastime fills her cup. Now, seriously, this is something that we sometimes forget about. We are so busy giving and giving to others that we forget we need to fill that cup. Now, I know self-care is a buzz phrase, but I don't care about that. It is important. It is so important. There is a saying that you can't pour from an empty cup. In other words, you cannot help others when you yourself are running on empty. Now, sure, sometimes others can fill your cup, but a lot of the time we need to remember to refill that damn thing ourselves because we know better than anyone what's going to do the job best. When you give and give and give and don't refill, that leads to burnout. And when you're in burnout, that isn't just an empty cup. You are at risk of getting a crack 
in there. Trust me, I know I have experienced that bone dry burnout and there is a lot more effort required to bounce back from that because you have to repair the crack before you can refill the cup and be able to give again. It is best to find the thing which fills your cup and enjoy it regularly so you don't burn out. I also know quite a few people who draw to help with focus. Doodling is one of those things that I myself, I am absolutely terrible at it. It does nothing for me, but that's me. I do other things to focus, which is why I say this to you. It is not what you do, but what it does for you that's important. A lot of times we think we have to become an expert at our craft or our hobby so we can make it into a job or a business, but that's not necessarily true. Sometimes we just need to be creative to fill a need and not make a buck. Now I would like to introduce you to Dune. Right now I'm talking to Dune and Dune, can you tell me what's your day job? I'm a bookkeeper. And what is your creativity of choice? Uh, depends. I um, I knit, I crochet, I sew, but I'm also a printmaker and a uh, bookmaker, like a journal bookbinder. I love that bookkeeper and bookbinder. That's fantastic. And what is it that you get from the creativity? Uh, being physically present. I've recently realised that I'm ADHD, and sitting, unless I'm in the, really in the flow with bookkeeping, if I'm watching something or taking in information it's not enough to keep my brain occupied so I need to be doing something physical to stay here to not be off with the fairies. I absolutely get that that's awesome thank you so much for sharing your creative joy. That's fine. I saw one of Dune's gorgeous hand-bound books at Artful BizCon and it was absolutely gorgeous. I have to admit, this is not something I ever thought I would try, but seeing the beautiful stitching and the gorgeous papers that she used, it's now on my list. Again, here we have an instance of creativity and the act of using your hands to create something beautiful and practical that is giving more than that to the maker. It's no coincidence that many crafters are known to work in front of a movie or while chatting with family or friends. For some, it's hard to sit still and let your hands be idle. It's certainly that way for me. And for others, it's non-optional. With ADHD, it can absolutely help you focus on the task at hand. Even to the casual observer, it looks like you're not paying attention, but it is helping you to do exactly that. I've often said that crochet and cross stitch are like meditation to me. It's the rhythm and the repetition. They just do a lot for me. And I can totally understand how these qualities assist those with ADD and ADHD to focus and remain present. Now I would like to introduce you to Shilpa. I am at Arful and I'm joined by Shilpa and I have three quick questions. The first is, what is your day job? Hi, I'm a book writing and a marketing mentor for uh, coaches, consultants and experts who want to put their message out there. So you craft with words already, but uh, what's your other craft of choice? So I really enjoy quilling and uh, punching, you know, the thing and there's a lot of, you know, uh, beautiful stonework. Uh, sticking it on acrylic sheets and making beautiful patterns out of it. So you are a you're a bower bird of many crafts. So what is it about having lots of crafts? What what does that do for you? It's just I haven't been able to decide. Uh, you know, like I'm I'm the shiny object kind of person, and I can't just be content with one craft. And I have a need 
of lot of color in my life and lots of variety so that's what I'm kind of that's how I'm meeting the need through lots of crafts like you know I love that that's yeah. me too awesome yeah. thank you for answering my three quick questions You're welcome <laughs> As I was talking to Shilpa, I could actually see some of her beautiful jewellery that she'd made. It was on her table. And I cannot go without saying that her chai tea was absolutely amazing. I seriously, I've been forever spoiled after tasting the real deal. And when it comes to crafts, Shilpa and I have a lot in common, a need for colour and variety and craft is such a great place to meet that need. There is always a new craft to try and a new challenge to conquer. Sure, some people pick one craft and they stick with it forever or, or at least for a very long time. I am not one of those people and I'm obviously not alone. Uh, many years ago, I read a wonderful book by an author called Barbara Share. It's called Refuse to Choose and it's subtitled, What Do I Do When I Want to Do Everything? That title totally spoke to me and I had to read it. If you are like myself and Shilpa, craving variety, not sure what to settle on, this book is an excellent read. I knew I wasn't a specialist. I've always known that. And I found myself in this book. I also meet my need for variety and challenge and colour through craft. I'll link to the book in the show notes for my fellow crafty bowerbirds. And now I would like to introduce you to our last guest, Kate. Again, here at Artful with Kate Toon. And I have a question for you, Kate. What is your day job? I think I'm a writing entrepreneur, so all things to do with writing, selling courses, teaching, all that kind of stuff. You're a word crafter as well, there's a few of those here. So what is your craft of choice? At the moment, I think it's mosaicing. So I've always liked Roman mosaics and I make them at home, make little signs and little flower pots and art for the garden. I love it. I love it too. It's fun. But what is it that it gives to you? What do you get from mosaic? I think... I am quite a right brain person, but my old craft of choice was crafting words, but now that's become my day job. So I like the fact that my brain slips sideways and it's not intellectual, it's purely visual, and I'm doing something with my hands. I find that really relaxing and it de-stresses me. I can't disagree with that at all. Thank you for answering three quick questions. Thanks for having me. Crafting as an escape from your day job to slip out of your logical, analytical, sensible mind and slip into something more fun as you play with colour and texture, it's its yin and yang. I mean, Kate is incredibly creative with words far more emotive and descriptive than I could ever hope to be. Seriously, I would read her shopping list for fun and her Instagram posts are often the highlight of my day. And here she raises a valid point and I almost blinked and missed it. When your hobby becomes your job, you need to find a new hobby. So her hobby was crafting words, was writing for fun, but now it's her job. And so she had to find a new creative outlet. If you write stories or poetry or lark about with words for fun, there's a lot of joy and escape in that. But when it becomes your day job, writing clever words for clients and to promote your business, it might still be joyful, but it is also work. And traditionally, we do need an escape from work. The saying, love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life, 
I've always liked that saying, but I now feel it's a little bit misleading. I mean, I absolutely love what I do, but in those moments when you need to meet deadlines and you find yourself embroidering your 3,487th backstitch in variegated yarn on a unicorn head at 4.30am, that feels very much like work and you do need a break from it. This is why I have reserved quilting just for me as my hobby, my escape. It's why I enjoy singing in the car because I work with my hands and talk all day long. And sometimes it's nice to escape from that and sing along to the wicked soundtrack as I drive down the motorway. I absolutely understand the appeal of mosaic. You can make it neat and orderly if that's what you're feeling or You can take some crockery you found at the op shop or tiles you found in the bargain bin at the tiling store, don some goggles and gloves and let out your frustrations on them with a hammer. You can create order from chaos, a thing of beauty from tiny broken pieces. And each time you see it, it's a reminder of those peaceful moments of escape and the fun that you had in the making process. So, I hope you enjoyed meeting my fabulous guests. Thank you again to all of you for being game enough to step up and answer my three quick questions. But now it is over to you. I would love to ask you the same three questions. What is your day job? What is your craft of choice? And what do you get out of it? What does it give to you? Now, if you're up to it, I would love to know your answers in real life. You can comment on the blog at dawnlewis.com.au backslash podcast 13, or you could email me or send me a message via Facebook or Instagram. And if you would rather not answer it, and if you'd rather not answer that, well, that's okay too. But do have a think. What does craft do for you? I love that we can contribute to our craft but it also contributes so much to our lives. Sometimes it's deep and meaningful. Sometimes it's light and fluffy, but it's usually exactly what we need. Thanks so much for joining me in the craft room today. You can find links and other information about today's episode in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving a review on iTunes or Stitcher. I'd really appreciate that. I do hope you have a very crafty day and I will see you next time. Bye for now.